Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Designers, Jerry O'Toole, good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm very well, I'm very well. Thanks for joining us on this Friday morning, Jerry. So My pleasure. Um, do you know, with regards to interior design, I know so many of us have been at home for the last year and a half and have been kind of re-looking, I suppose, at our houses and, you know, thinking about changing them around a bit. Um, what is the kind of main trend in houses at the minute with regards, I suppose, to colour in particular? I suppose um, it's funny you mentioned just about yeah us all staring at the four walls. I have a lot of clients getting in touch now that basically did nothing last year because nothing was open. And they're finally getting around to thinking about things. Some clients are after moving into older homes that they have to renovate. And the biggest issue there is colour scheme. So mm. before... Everyone loves yellows and orangey tones and terracottas, and that's definitely not where we are today. We uh, tend to go for cooler kind of color schemes like grays, whites, neutrals. Um, and it's amazing, actually. I put up a post on my on my Jerry Designs Instagram the other day, and it was a simple hallway, but had a lot of brownie woods. There was a creamy floor, and just with a simple paint change to the doors I did them in like a charcoal grey and then the walls in um, a light off-white neutral like the transformation was huge so I'd say to people if things are bugging you at home definitely paint can be the most transformative thing yeah, because even um, in my own house now, um, we were looking at the same walls for 10 years. And obviously with young kids, they, they became quite battered looking. And we painted the whole house um, a while ago. And we wanted to, we kept a lot of the neutral colours. But one wall, wall in one of the sitting rooms that we did was like a really bright blue. And um, I was just wondering, is that just us being completely off the wall? Or <laughs> are people trying now to kind of go towards deeper, darker, brighter colours in their house? I think um, it really depends. Like accent colours in a in a room were really popular for a while. You know, we all know of the chimney breast maybe painted uh, a different colour to the rest of the room. Mm. I think it's no harm having a pop of colour. We can all get very bogged down and things can look a bit boring if everything is just white and grey, you know. Yeah. Um, I like in, in a house to have a flow of maybe a gradient of colours from room to room. So... For example, maybe if you had a little pop of blue in your living room, it might be nice to go to the next color on the color wheel in the adjoining room. So maybe a soft green or something brought in somewhere. I think mostly what's in in popularity at the moment is I'm seeing a lot of whites coming back on walls. And Mm. um, that's rather than the grays that have been so dominant for so long. But the important thing to understand then with whites is not all whites are created equal either. And that can be a pitfall for a lot of people because they might put in a lovely grey new kitchen 
And in their open plan space, then they're going to paint their walls in what they think is just the generic white. And the white has a very yellowy or creamy undertone, which doesn't necessarily complement the grey they're after putting on their kitchen. So there's a lot to think about. I think the best advice I could give to people with colour is to always understand that every colour has a base within it. So there could be a cool undertone or a warm undertone. So just watch out for that. And definitely testers are your friends because colour, life changes colour. You know, Mm. a blue colour in your living room will look completely different in mine. And that's just um, because of what light is coming into the room and what way the room is positioned in the orientation of the house, you know. And indeed, Jerry, our own Fergal Barry here on the Opinion Line on Cork's 96 FM last uh, yesterday was telling me about... Uh, different lights like there is a blue pink and a red pink <laughs> yes just in case we didn't have enough to worry about with pain <laughs> now we have to worry about the color in light and um, often if I'm I'm chatting to a client and they can't understand let's say they've again done up their kitchen and they have these lovely lights over the island and they're unsure as to why the lighting feels off in the space hmm. it can sometimes be as simple as a bulb change because they've used uh, warm, warm light bulbs in some and cool in the others. And obviously those aren't going to complement each other very well. So lighting is a really important one to think about and plan out. And it's not it's not like it's rocket science either, but it does. If you have the opportunity and if you're doing a new build or renovating a room, it's worth actually sitting down and just planning out what's in that room is there certain zones are you you know obviously in a kitchen one of the pitfalls I see a lot of the time is people will put in a ton of spotlights and that's fine but it's very harsh and glaring light maybe in the evening time if that's an open plan space and they want to relax with the family after dinner or sit at the island it's important to have these lights on dimmers but also to have different circuits for your lighting so it's nice to be able to turn off those glaring overhead lights and switch on to a more accent lighting that's coming around the room and changing the mood entirely and I think for for the for the average person thinking about lighting a great place to go to understand levels of lighting is into like your your local restaurant or a nice hotel they always have really well planned lighting and it sets the mood entirely and like there's there's a lot of apps now that people can avail of as well that can like change the lighting in the house isn't there yes that's i think that those kind of um newer modern takes on lighting is brilliant the way you can just switch it from your phone and change the 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 hue of the color coming through i know a friend of mine had um these i think they're phillips hue bulbs and I think you can even get those in pennies now, actually. <laughs> and uh, you can change the colors from like green to blue. And like that's really novelty for the kids, obviously. I'd be probably one to stick to more natural kind of light tones. But I mean, there's just so many different um, opportunities to play with light now. 
And, um, you know, like I suppose like with nightclubs as well, uh, I know we haven't seen the inside of nightclubs in like nearly two years, but they would use the same kind of lighting system to bring effect on, on people as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm, yeah, I, God, nightclubs feel like a distant memory now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, they definitely put a lot of thought into their lights. But I think my favourite, like my favourite interior to go into, and I've seen this uh, time and time again, um, people can spend a lot of money on their their new houses and they could lose it at the last hurdle, that being mm. the light. And if you walk into a space, you could have a really nice, luxurious kitchen, lovely furnishings, but you're going to feel uncomfortable if the lighting level is wrong. You'll know yourself moving from um, a very glaring light, maybe when you're out shopping. Sometimes I get kind of uncomfortable if it's very artificial, glaring light. It doesn't suit me for too long. As humans, we're not built to deal with that kind of very artificial light. So I'd always favor something softer, you know, use your natural light where you can um, in your home, but then just nice little pockets of soft lighting. And I use, in a lot of my designs, I'll use a lot of lamps as well and just zone out different spaces. You know, if you do have a big living room, maybe you have a little reading area over to the side. Uh, Think about backlighting some of the fitted furniture because that can be another lovely element to to light up in the in the evening time of the room um and again don't just make sure you have the conversation with your your electrician if you are building i've seen simple things go wrong like you could have a really nice big feature chandelier in your hallway okay and then you've done a really nice wall light feature to highlight your stairs because you've put a lot of effort into your stairs but because you've put those two lights on the same circuit, you never get the beauty of the stair lighting because of a simple switching issue. So just plan that through and think think about it from from day to night what you're going to need. And, you know, your electrician will be a good person to talk to about that. Or obviously a lot of interior designers now do um, lighting plans as well, which can help if you're a little bit stuck. Brilliant. Thanks for all the tips and advice. That's interior designer Jerry O'Toole Glynn on the opinion line. Now from choosing the right colours and lights for your house to decluttering your house and your mind. Mind. Joining me now is Anne-Marie Kingston. Good morning, Anne-Marie. Good morning, Fiona. How are you this morning? I'm very well. I'm very well. Thanks for joining us on the opinion line on Cork 96 FM. So Anne-Marie, how important is it to declutter our house, first of all? It is so important, Fiona, I suppose, you know, a lot of people don't realise the impact that clutter has on us. Like, first of all, it has unfortunately been linked to anxiety and depression. So it's very important, again, for our own well-being to declutter. And again, make it, I suppose, it's like, I suppose, kind of brushing your teeth, getting into the habit, doing it on a regular basis. And I suppose over COVID, we've seen, Fiona, as well, that, you know, that we had time. We were always time poor to do these jobs and they were put on the long finger. And now is a great time to embrace it because it's affecting our productivity, our mood, our concentration. And a lot of more people, Fiona, obviously, since COVID are working from home. Mm. So, again, that is very important, again, to have that workspace here that they can, you know, crack on with their work. 
Anne-Marie, why do we have a tendency to just build up clutter in our houses and shove things into presses and shove things into the back of wardrobe that, you know, we think, okay, we're not going to have to look at that for a while, but it's just all building up. It builds up, yeah, exactly. Now, I suppose there's a few factors. Now, the first thing is, I suppose, it's going back again to our ancestors, our parents, our grandparents, going back again, I suppose, uh, to the famine times. It was going back to scarcity. When we look back again and, like, you know, when we listen to our, our grandparents and parents, they had very little money back then. Mm. Everything was upcycled. I remember my mother talking, you know, and the shirts were turned inside out. <laughs> Um, you know, everything was, you know, they really got value out of it. We yeah. live in a total different society, you know. And again, everything was kept for good wear, Fiona. It's like the Sunday best, you wore them to mass, you came home, you changed your clothes, everything was to be kept for good wear. It's again like here, I'm, I'm based here in Clannock Hill, in West Cork, and you're going back again like to the station, having mass in the house. Yeah. You know, the good china was brought out, the good cutlery was brought out. They were all kept for good use only. Not for like, not every day use. They were special items. Or again, items that were handed down maybe um, from, you know, from grandparents who would have inherited pieces of maybe of antiques or different pieces or jewellery. And we're absolutely, I suppose, again, as a nation, we're very slow to let go of stuff. Yeah. I mean, like I even know there myself, you know, like a, a, a cardboard box, something might arrive in the cardboard box. And I think, you know, I might use that box and I, I never yeah. use it. And it's just there on top of a load of other stuff. So, like, I suppose the root of the, the clutter are, you know, the fear of losing memories, really, is it? Or that we might have a useful item that we found and uh, we may not find it again, you know, so we just hold on to it in case. We hold on to everything. Exactly. And it's that, like that thing, as you say that will come in handy sometimes. And I've been saying it, I suppose, since um, the 19th of March last year when I was uh, doing one-to-one sessions, I would have been doing nationwide decluttering sessions here in Ireland. And then, obviously, my diary was white. COVID kicked in, and I took my business online with my membership site. And the biggest thing that came up for people were like, they're like, Emery, I never realised I've actually been tidying my clutter. So they were moving their clutter from one room to the next, Fiona. And, that, and another part of that is like, the homes are different. We have way too much storage in our homes. Yeah. And we feel then, God forbid, if we have an empty press, we have to fill it. And <laughs> we buy an emotion is another thing. That's not, there's a lot of factors when it comes to clutter, to be quite honest. Um, and how often do we need to be decluttering? I mean, you know, we've bank holiday weekend ahead of us now. Should we be decluttering over the bank holiday weekend? Or is it just a kind of a, like, once in spring, once in the winter, or just once a year even? <laughs> It's a, it's a continuous process. Okay. I'm, I'm afraid to send her listeners this morning. It <laughs> is like, it is nonstop. Like, I would have, like, a white bag, a 30 litre uh, white bag, bin liner bag going out here every Friday. I'm a mother of three kids, um, eight, six, and uh, 16 weeks old. Oh, wow. And You're busy. <laughs> so it's a busy mom. And again, I'm here. Uh, we're dairy farmers here in Clannacilty. So, like, there's stuff, we must remember, there's stuff coming in all the time. So it's like everything. It's to get into the habit of doing it on a regular basis. People leave it kind of build up until something happens. And that's what I found as well. People were saying to me, I'd meet people during COVID and people would message me. And back before COVID again, we would, you know, we'd have birthday parties. We'd have some occasion coming on. It's like, again, going back to the station of the house. We'd give us, you know, it's like we would do a good old clear out once ever so often but when nobody was coming no we were visiting nowhere and a lot of clutter built up more over covid because again sure i don't need to throw that out sure there's nobody coming 
and it is a mindset thing as well, Fiona. Yeah. But I would definitely say do it on a more regular basis. Don't leave your phone fear. Is that the number one sin, <laughs> if we could call it, that you see in people's homes that they're not decluttering enough? They don't know, actually. I suppose the biggest thing is they don't know how to start. They don't, don't know where actually where to start, first of all. And another thing is they don't realise where they can take their stuff. So what I'm all about, I suppose, since I started my business, Fiona, uh, over four and a half years ago, is I'm all about re-educating people. Do you know, like the likes of the charity shops are fantastic. I'm very lucky here in Clannacilty. I have the bones of six uh, charity shops that I support uh, here when I do my one-to-one sessions. I take away the clutter from my client's home and I support. I know exactly what they take in each um, shop. Um, And the thing is, like, it's about doing it, as I said, on a regular basis and be ready to let go. That's the biggest thing with decluttering. Decluttering is your ability to let go. It's items you haven't used, Fiona, in the last 12 to 18 months. And it is just about getting it out of your house within 12 to 24 hours. That's always I tell my clients, um, to get it out as soon as you can. But what if, if, is it an issue with storage? Like, what if there was an item that you hadn't used in 18 months, but, like, you know, you might use it <laughs> in a year or two? Um, do you know, like, is there... Should should we be improving the way we store stuff? That's yeah, and I think that's the whole thing. With it's all about I'm all about maximizing your existing storage to its maximum, basically utilizing your storage correctly. Because I find that you know the more storage you have, the more stuff you put in there, and you'll close the doors to it. Yeah, but it's just about seeing it with a fresh pair of eyes and just just seeing okay, really and truly, what have I used? I've I've been saying this like since March last year if we have not used these items in a world pandemic Fiona when are we going to use them <laughs> you know really and truly we have to you know we have to be kind of honest with ourselves yeah. too because we can hold everything you know just in case just in case and again what about it if we have to go out maybe in a year's time and buy that item again so be it I'm Marie Kingston thanks so much for joining us well listeners are you going to be busy over the bank holiday weekend decluttering your house let us know 1850-715-996-083-396-96 even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.